0: Hey everyone, my name is Mickey. This is my first podcast of the year. If you are listening, thank you for listening. I'm going to do my best to bring you amazing content throughout the rest of this NFL season and for the foreseeable future. I'm going to go through the NFL card for week 17. You know, I'm not going to waste your time. We're going to get right into it. Starting off, we're going to start with ticket 107 108. Uh, We have the Dallas Cowboys going on the road to take on the New York Jets. Excuse me, going on the road to take on the New York Giants. Uh, the Giants are hosting the Cowboys coming in, uh, on a three game losing streak. Uh, the offense hasn't scored uh, over 14 points in more than, uh, three weeks. Uh, they haven't scored 21 points in the past five weeks. Actually, since their bye week, I don't know what Joe Judge, uh, said to the team during the bye week. Um, I'm not sure if it's after he fired his offensive lineman. Uh, but yeah, ever since then, they have not scored 21 points. Uh, well, Daniel Jones probably has a lot to do with that. And that's he's going to be a big key in this game because the big question is, is he, is he going to be healthy? Because when he is, they definitely have a better shot to win uh, than they do with Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy in this year. He's averaging just around 94 yards passing the ball. Uh, he's not throwing a, a single touchdown pass uh, this season at quarterback, which is well, it's just amazing to do in itself. Actually, take that back. That's not true. He's throwing one touchdown pass. Uh, in four games, in two games starting uh, for the Giants this year. Definitely need more at the quarterback position. Uh, but as far as the Cowboys go, they're coming in a little bit banged up. Uh, they're going to be obviously without a layout. Collins, he's already on IR. So is Tyron Smith. Uh, looks like Zach Martin's going to be out for this game. In addition to that, it looks like uh, they're going to be without Darren Thompson. At safety, you no know, Justin Hamilton. A tackle. It looks like the Giants are going to get a, a really good opportunity to be able to run the ball this game. Uh, because they have not been running the ball well uh, over their three-game losing streak. Because I don't know what what's going on in the locker room, but, like, for some reason, at, at first I thought, because Wayne Gama was on my fantasy team, I just thought that they didn't want to give him the ball. And I just – I was watching Giants game, and I just noticed that their offensive line can't block. So maybe you do need Mark Colombo to come back and coach the offensive line because – doesn't look like there's a lot of blocking going on around there. As far as the running game goes, they have Wayne Gallman and Devontae Freeman. You know, they're averaging. Devontae Freeman's averaging around three yards per carry. Wayne Gallman's averaging around 4.5 yards per carry, so I wish they'd give him the ball more. Just offensive line is just so difficult for them to – I don't understand like what kind of offense that they're running over there. I just wish that they would just open up the playbook a little bit more. Uh just to get the receivers some more targets because you know they're not doing themselves any favors. And I think they're going to struggle in this game. But I do I do hope that with all the cornerbacks for the Cowboys out there, the Giants do a good job of exploiting the Cowboys secondary because in addition to that, Cheeto, he's not going to be playing in this game, and it's going to be a big loss uh because he plays it's a really good solid corner for them. Jordan Lewis, he also hurt. He also didn't practice this week. Um, uh, you know, so that's also a big blow for the defense. So hopefully, the Giants' deep offense can score more than twenty-one points. But if you were just looking at it, I mean, the Cowboys are just more explosive on offense. They've just been, I mean, their last three games they scored thirty, forty-one, and thirty-seven. Um, you know, the one thing I am concerned about in this game though is Andy Dalton playing outside. I'm not sure what the weather's going to be like in New Jersey tomorrow, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to be raining. I don't think that – I mean, Andy Dalton doesn't play well uh in cold weather. So that's one thing I am concerned about. Ezekiel Elliott, he's been looking like he's been running the ball a little bit better. That's probably because he saw how Tony Pollard has been playing over the last few weeks. Which means he's still Tony Pollard is still averaging, you know, 4.4 yards per carry, which is better than Zeke is right now. I think that the key for – Cowboys in this game is hopefully the weather is good and they can spread the Giants out on defense and just throw the ball on them because I mean they just have better weapons. Uh, the you know Mari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup. Uh, I like Dalton Schultz at tight end. Uh, if I was betting in this game, I'd probably lean with the Cowboys. Makes me a little bit nervous. The seven out of ten tickets are on the Cowboys right now, but you know, and also in addition to that, like the Cowboys have a terrible run defense and it looks like they're going to be short another defensive tackle for this game. They're going to have like Eli, Anku, and Neville. I mean, Neville Gilmore has been playing solid the last few weeks, so I think he'll be able to hold it down in there, but I don't know what's going I I, I just don't understand like why they miss so many tackles when it comes to the run. But if I was the game, yeah, I would go Cowboys. Um, I'm leaning them that way right now. Cowboys are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I think they're the better team talent-wise, and if they want to make the playoffs, they better win this game or else they're not going to make the playoffs. So. This should be like a playoff game for them if they're being serious about contending. Uh, a couple props. I like Wayne Garman over 53.5 yards rushing. That's a minus 113. And the uh, Cowboys first half minus 0. 0.5. That's a plus 107. I think the Cowboys are going to come out and try and establish a run game. I uh, am a little bit nervous because it's a division game and you know the Giants just could play spoiler, but I, I've just, after watching their offense the last three weeks, there's just, Nothing in me can say that I'm gonna back the Giants or their offense. They play like high school football, but not good high school football. I'd be mean, like high school football, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know, what, what's a shitty state with high school football? I don't know. Anyways, but they play offense like that. Just like that. I mean, the Cowboys aren't really any better. They're pretty sloppy and I don't know if I'm gonna, tr- I wanna trust Andy Dalton on the road, but I think with the Cowboys on this one. Next game on, uh, next game on the ticket, one oh nine, one ten. Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cleveland Browns it's a really interesting game because well this is the first <laughs> this is the first game that uh these teams are going to be playing with each other or at least the first time Steelers are going to be coming back to visit the uh Browns uh after Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett got into their little scuffle uh, I think it's I I really hope that they have both of them mic'd up for this I'm sure they're probably going to have Miles Garrett mic'd up for this game because I mean he was saying the Mason Rudolph saw all this stuff last time, so it's like, well, I mean now they're gonna have you guys mic'd up, so if, if something happens again, you know, no one's gonna be able to lie this time. But more importantly, the Steelers are gonna be arresting everyone because they have they won the AFC East, AFC North, excuse me, last week, uh, their comeback win over the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, was pretty happy because I took the Steelers originally start the day, and then I just doubled down on it at halftime because I was watching the game, and and it just panned out well because. It's like, if you guys lose this game, you guys won't go to the playoffs. I mean, they, at that time, they didn't know the Browns were losing, but it was still like they were already on, on, on a, a big skid, and they couldn't afford to take any more losses, so I think that it was paramount for them to win that game last week. The Browns, always scared to put money on the Browns. I just can't put – I just can't do it. I don't know. My body won't let me. But naturally, the Browns should win this game. I mean, the Steelers are going to rest their entire team, it seems like. But then again, you never know. I would check in. Probably closer to game time uh, to see if Mike is going to rest, you know, just Big Ben and, like, a couple of the defensive players because they definitely need that rest. Like, Joe Hayden needs that rest. Uh, TJ Watt needs it. He's in it. They're going to need him a lot in the playoffs when – because they don't have any – they don't have Bud Dupree. You know, and the Browns, on the other hand, I mean, their entire receiving core, again, got COVID, and I just – I'm confused. I don't get it. Um, And last week they looked pretty bad against – the Jets, I mean, the Jets have been playing better over the last couple of weeks, but there was no excuse for why uh, the the Browns came out and played like that. I think part of it might have been, if, well, one, they were probably underestimating the Jets. And even after they got news that they were going to lose their... They were going to lose their wide receivers for the game. They still kept on with the game plan of just of just throwing the ball still without a single every single receiver that they had last week against the Jets were all practice squad players. But they still decided that they were going to throw the ball still for some reason instead of giving the ball to Nick Chubb. I'm pretty sure Kareem Hunt got hurt in that game last week. I'm not 100, but um, that, that was probably also part of it. Same time still. There's no reason for them to make ba- Baker Mayfield throw the ball that many times. As far as this game, it looks like uh the Browns, a couple of the linebackers are going to be questionable. Uh, uh, Wyatt Teller, guard, he's going to be questionable. He's an ankle. Uh, their center, he's going to be out. He's a knee injury. So it's Kevin Johnson. It's a really weird game because like you just don't know who's going to be playing, who's not going to be playing. I'm checking up at Brooke Pryor. She's the beat writer for Pittsburgh Steelers. It looks like Cameron Hayward, Marcus Fountain, TJ Watt, and Chris Bodwell. Terrell Edmonds and Ben Roethlisberger aren't even going to fly with the team to Pittsburgh. So at least we know that. Uh, It's really interesting because that leaves, well, Mason Rudolph as a starter. James Conner is going to be his second game back, so they're probably going to want to run the ball a lot with him. Uh, Who knows how much time Juju it's gonna get. You know, they might want to see what Ray Ray McLeod and Dion Kane uh have to show. I'm not really sure who's gonna play center for them, who they're gonna move over to play center because Marcus Bouncey isn't playing, but it looks like the majority of the offensive line is still there. I mean this is still a division game. They still don't like the Browns. Um I think the Browns are gonna win the game, but I would take the I would take the Steelers to cover plus ten and a half. The I they I mean I would be shocked if the Browns win this game by two touchdowns. That would be that that would just be insane. Especially with like how shorthanded they are at receiver, even with, you know, I mean, it doesn't look like the Steelers defensive backs are, are not going to play. It looks like they're going to play in this game Just on defense, just T.J. Watt and Cameron Hayward are going to play, so they're going to get to see what a lot of the guys on the defensive line can do. So maybe we'll see if the Browns end up running the ball. I think that they should just give the ball to Nick Chubb um, and not allow Baker Mayfield to let them lose the game. But Also, Denzel Ward is not playing in the game. Uh, in conclusion, really, the Browns are going to win, but at the same time, the Browns are frauds. I, I do want to see them in the playoffs but I just think that they're frauds uh and Baker Mayfield's a fraud he just gets saved by really good play calling by his coach and that's okay but when playoff time comes I don't think he's gonna have that luxury I think uh his coach will probably get outcoached oddly enough by a better coach because he got out coached last week by Adam Gase which is a really weird thing to say in itself Next game on ticket one one five one one six the Jets taking on the New York Patriots. Uh, well, the Jets are, um they've been playing really well the last, what, two, three weeks. They've done a really good job of, well, I mean, it just looks like Sam Darnold figured out how to, like, complete passes. Uh, it's a really weird year, to say the least. Uh, the Jets are coming in here. They've lost five straight to the Patriots. Um last time they played them really close they lost uh last second field goal and I think that this time around that the Jets are gonna try and get a win. Uh you know, Cam Newton's like scored a late touchdown and then I'm pretty sure that they turned the ball over. Yeah, Joe Flacco was a quarterback at the time uh for the Jets in that game. And they almost won right. That game was on Monday night football. And they almost won that game and then you know the Patriots came back and won. Cam Newton scored in the fourth quarter. But yeah, I think this time around that the Jets are gonna come in here uh Uh, and win the game i mean if you can buy points i would go with the jets plus four and a half uh, this year if i can get a line minus 110 if not i'm going to take that money line but i think the jets are going to try and come and get a victory here to be honest with you i just i've watched the patriots play the last well the entire season but really the last month and just don't i just don't think that they're a good offense i just i just don't see it i was talking to my buddies a couple days ago he's a patriots fan he he thinks that they're gonna win this game. Obviously, it's really funny actually. Being the season, Uh he said that the Patriots are gonna go seven and nine, and and right now it looks like they are sitting at six and nine. And I don't know if they're gonna get that seventh win, but we'll see Sunday. Oh yeah, honestly, yeah. Two lines for me. I go Jets money line. Jets plus four and a half because because unfortunately i'm just fading the patriots this year which is just really crazy to say yeah i just don't understand what's going on with this offense can't seem to get the ball going cam newton like i just it feels like when he's trying to throw the ball they're like they're like bricks in his hands i like i want him to do so well but i just don't understand what's going on it's really weird but ever since he got covid he's not been playing well i mean over the last four games he's averaging 107 yards passing per game he's had one touchdown in that time frame and then three Three rushing. It's a really strange situation because all oh, you used to seeing, okay, i mean, you can play better than this. And in contrast, Sam Darnold, on the other hand, last four games, not that much better, but he's throwing for 170... Averaging 175 yards passing per game and five touchdowns to one interception. So I mean, Sam darnold has been playing pretty well uh, since he came back from that injury. Or actually, ever since they, his first game back uh, from the Dolphins game when they lost. I mean, he's been playing pretty well. Actually, we'll take away the Seahawks game, but just offensive and been putting on points last four weeks. 28. You take away the loss to the Seahawks, 23, 23. I mean, their team total is probably going to be sitting at 17.5 again. So I'd be take the over on that. Next game on the ticket one one seven one one eight Minnesota Vikings going on the road to take on the Lions a really nice shitty NFC North game that none of these teams probably care about because both of their seasons are over I will say that going into this the Vikings surprised me this year because. I started out the year saying they're going to go 4-12. Right now, it looks like they're sitting at 6-9. and nine, And this game is really tough because well, the Vikings don't have Dalvin Cook for this game. But, I mean, their backup running back, Alexander Madison, he's pretty good. I mean, he's pretty competent when he when he comes in the game for Dalvin Cook. He's I mean, Dalvin Cook averages five yards per carry, but he averages 4.5. I think he's, like, built solidly. Uh I mean, he is coming off a concussion, so that's probably you know not good. So they're probably gonna want to utilize one of their backup running backs. Uh, I'm not sure if Amir Abdul is still on the roster. Let's see if Amir Abdul is still on the roster. This game is pretty tough. And the Vikings opened up as a three point four point favorite and obviously with the news of Dalvin Cook's dad passing rest in peace uh that line dropped down at 3.5 Vikings coming in averaging uh, around uh 385 yards per game the Lions ranked second to last in, in the league uh in total yards defense 29th in rushing yards the Vikings are sixth of uh, the lines allow our last and points allowed per game obviously they lost 55 points last week to the Buccaneers on Christmas um, it's really a shame those players have to go home that was a Christmas they gave the city of Detroit same time on the other side I'm sure the Lions would love the opportunity to give the Vikings a loss because it is a division game regardless of how they've been playing the last few weeks and the Vikings on the on the other hand aren't that much better on defense either I mean, they're ranked 27th uh, they allow probably about like 20 yards more per game on defense than the Lions do rushing yards they're t- ranked 28th you know they're probably a couple more yards per game than the lines do on defense so or yeah then the lines do on defense so it's going to be a close game for sure i think that they're going to be a lot of points in this game over under is a 54 hopefully by game timing drops on probably a little bit of 51.5 Take the over right there. Um, Definitely a lot of Vikings wide receiver props in this game. I'm not sure if Adam Thielen is going to be playing. Is Adam Thielen going to be here? Not sure how stay posted on that. Uh, but I'll probably take that minus four if you can find it. Uh, it's on FanDuel's probably. But. Yeah, I like the Vikings minus four on the road against the Lions. Uh, I think that, like, half these players are probably, like, already done. Like, you know, it's the last game of the season. You're not going go to the playoffs. You can't, like, play spoiler. You know, unless, I mean, it's just a division match. So, you know, probably bragging rights for next season. But, yeah, not a lot of important stuff in this game. You're probably not going to watch this game because, I mean, there's better games on the card. Next game on the Tiga 119-120, Falcons Going on the road to take on the Buccaneers, Buccaneers coming in as a six and a half point favorite. Uh, 63% of the ticket are on the Buccaneers going in. Uh, the like the Falcons offense has been playing pretty well. I mean, last couple weeks, one thing that makes me nervous is I'm not really sure what Falcons defense is going to show up. You know, is it going to be the Falcons defense that allowed 70 yards, um, against the Chargers and then 37 the last time that they played the Bucks? Uh, and I mean, they played them really well and they were an eight and a half point favorite there, but this time they're not going to be playing at home <clears throat> but they've been playing spoiler the last few weeks i mean they've been covering you know they cover that minus nine and a half minus twelve and a half and also uh i was looking at the over under but yeah no they've been covering big spreads most of the season i mean they covered 21 uh for the vikings the nine nine and a half uh even the 40 covered they covered that raiders game by 40 points which is uh pretty good i just feel like the bucks need to win this game because uh they would get the easiest team in the first round of the playoffs and i feel like they're definitely need a warm-up game before they end up playing harder teams because i mean the bucks still need to get healthy and get people together i just i like the way that the teams come together but they also have not been playing like the best team i mean they play the lions you know not crazy i mean before that they play the falcons who like you know they had <coughs> good defense but i mean their past defense isn't good and before that they play the vikings don't have a good defense either so then when they play the Chiefs, they lost. The Rams who had a good pass defense, they lost. Panthers, they were in that game until that ninety nine yard touchdown from Leonard Fournette. And before that, when they played the Saints who had a good pass defense, they lost. And the Giants who had a good pass defense at that time, you know, they lo- they won that game, but they were eleven point favorite and they didn't cover. So far. But I uh, see this is a must win for the Bucks. I like them. I'd be I'd hope to get hit at minus six and a half. But regardless, they'll probably win by a touchdown. I just don't feel safe playing points with them. Next game on the card one oh one two one one two two Baltimore Ravens going on the road taking on the Bengals. Ravens have been on fire the last few weeks. They're also in the same position as the Bucks. If they don't win this game, they're I mean other games are playoff games, so they have to run the, they have to win this game and it's just all gonna be about running the ball. I mean they're the number one rushing team in the NFL, they average hundred and seventy eight yards. Per game rushing uh they are going to be missing a few you know no Gus Edwards he's questionable I mean with his back Clayis Campbell he's questionable uh uh, DJ Fluker he's also questionable for this game so you know the Ravens are going to have to deal with that but at the same time the Bengals on the other hand they've been playing pretty well but they're just not that much better of a team and seeing this out is like you know T Higgins he's dealing with a hamstring injury Tyler Boyd he's coming off that concussion last game against the Steelers and knocked him out early no uh Jackson uh, playing corner because he's out with the concussion also from that Steelers game last week. Luke Wilson, uh, pretty sure he got hurt in the Steelers game last week. Uh That was a really tough game. And Mike Daniels, he just tested positive for coronavirus. So he's going to be out in this game next week. So, or in this game tomorrow, excuse me. So I think that's a big blow for them. Uh It's a really weird stat for this game. Road team is 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven games. The underdog is 9-4. and four. Against the spread in their last 13. So it's really interesting. Last three games for the Ravens, though, I mean, they've been averaging 7 yards per carry, 5 yards per carry, 6 yards per carry, rushing the ball. And I just don't think that the Bengals defense is going to handle that because their offense is averaging 2.7, 2.4, 3.4, 3.7, 5.1. And the Ravens still have one of the best defense defenses in the league. Oddly enough, as Steelers defense is breaking down, the Ravens defense is getting stronger, and they're actually getting healed at the right time for the playoff. They're number four in passing, uh, in point score defense. They allow under twenty-one points per game. I like them over the Baltimore Ravens. I'm really scared to lay anything over fourteen, but just be safe in case they start pulling players or anything. I would go Ravens first half, uh, and probably if you want to take the Ravens because you're a Ravens fan or whatever probably lie about the game so you can get a better line because right now they're yeah they're like minus oh yeah. Yeah they are minus a thousand. So you have to put that in a thousand get a hundred back, which is kinda of pointless. So but right now I mean that minus fourteen is at one oh five so that's a pretty good line to take them at for frisky. Next year I'll ticket Dolphins taking on the Bills. Bills coming off of the ass whipping of the Patriots last week. Um it's really sad to see to be honest with you. I hate to see Bill Belichick going on like that. I hate to see Cam You like the uh, line open up, up as the Bills as a six-point favorite. And then it dropped down to have them as a two-point favorite. If you're lucky enough to get the Bills plus six, I think that would have been the way to go. But even again, a four and a half. Of course, the season we're in, got to go through the injuries. See, Ryan Fitzpatrick came back last week, delivered that miracle against the Raiders. He tested positive for coronavirus. They probably went out and got a little bit crazy after that game, even though you're not supposed close to. But, I mean, he also probably just got it, you know, because it seems like everyone's getting it these days. But they're going to be, without Cougar uh, Hill, in addition to that, uh, they're going to be missing him at linebacker, which is pretty important. Uh, Earl Roberts, he out for the season. He got hurt in that game last week. So, And he will also not be playing in the postseason. Not sure if Xavier Howard's gonna be playing this game. He's questionable. Mike Coseki, he's also questionable. I feel like they're probably gonna to want to rest them uh for the playoffs, but then also I don't know if they want to lose this game. Same time, Bills, uh they just put Tyler Croft on IR, uh Cole Beasley, he's gonna be out uh with a leg injury. Uh so he's gonna be out against the Dolphins. See, it looks like Gilliam, he's gonna be out Saturday uh against the Dolphins as well. So I would look for a lot of uh tight end props for the Buffalo Bills. Let's see here. I'm gonna take a look at some of the Buffalo Bills guy here on uh should text Jonathan here. Jonathan definitely knows the Bills gonna to go to uh I guess it's probably gonna be the Dawson Knox show, uh, this week. I'm really interested to see if Josh Allen plays the whole game. I'm really going worried on that uh yes or no. But I still think that the it's time for the for the dolphins to not babysit to anymore i think that they need to let him off and stop like like holding his hands when it comes to the play calling because i mean you're in the national football league so people expect you to play so i mean you gotta go out there and play you can't keep getting handicapped by the defense all the time and i'm glad that they're gonna let him uh give him the opportunity to do that i love brian flores i think he was great pickup for the dolphins i love how they're they rebuilt everything, and they just built it from the defense up. It's a real shame that Ryan Fitzpatrick is out, but this gives to an opportunity to show why they drafted him that high in the first place. Looks like Shaq Lawson's also going to be questionable. Devonte, uh, Devonte Parker, he's dealing with a hamstring injury, and Jaqueen Grant, he's also dealing with the ankle. Um, so I think that'll be interesting to see how this game plays out. Bills, on the other hand, though, yeah, like I said earlier, no Gilliam, Cole Beasley, he's going to be out. And then Tyler Croft, he's also out because he tested positive for covid That test test. I well, got keep on top of uh, all of this because you never know. I think a good value bet for this game, plus 750, is Bills' first half, Dolphins' second half. <clears throat> I think the Bills are going to come out hot in this game, you know, trying to exert their dominance, maybe, you know, keep some of the plays a little fresh, get up to a big lead. And then I think... Or maybe not a big lead, but a pretty close lead. I mean, it's a division game, so I don't expect a lot of blowouts this week. Maybe other than, like, you know, the Ravens game or Ravens game, the Colts game. It's probably – and maybe – and probably the Bucks game. Other than that, I don't – oh, can't forget about the Titans as well. if Deshaun Watson doesn't play uh, for the Texans this week. But I don't expect a lot of blowouts. So, yeah, Bills, Dolphins. Bills uh, at half, Dolphins, end game. That's plus 750. That would be my value pick. Girls, I think that the Dolphins, I want the Dolphins to win this game. Actually, no, yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins to win the game. But if you don't want to take them on the money line, safest bet, Dolphins plus four and a half. And, yeah, I'm going to move on to the next one. This is the one on the cards, 103-104. Jacksonville Jaguars going on the road, take on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Jaguars, they got beat down last week by my Chicago Bears. It's a great win for my Bears. Uh, we really needed that going into the tough matchup uh, that we're going to have this week against the Green Bay Packers. Um, The Colts, on the other hand, they are well, yeah, they're not going to be happy uh, with their performance last week. I mean, they were up, what, three scores going into halftime. And I'm not going to lie, the officiating in that game was very questionable. A lot of questionable calls for sure. Probably could have been offensive pass interference on Chase Claypool on that last play. And I I just hope that they allow people to start challenging some of these calls that are put out because the fact that some of these refs are the flag and like the game you get like a seventy or eighty yard penalty and that completely changes the outcome of the game I just think is a little bit ridiculous but you know that's for another time. Nonetheless, I think the Jaguars offense they're gonna have a hard time str- hard time putting together any offense in this game. I mean I feel like most of the players are probably checked out for the season. I'm not even sure who's gonna start a quarterback for this game. Uh but it looks like I mean James Robinson, he's gonna be out. He's not playing. Uh probably good call. Rest him up, get him ready for next season. DJ Chark, he's not gonna be out. I take a lot of LaVisca props today. I think LaVisca's gonna have a really good day. Um Colin Johnson, they put him on IR, you know, so he's not gonna be available. So I think it's gonna be huge for some of the other players on this Jaguars roster to get an opportunity to show, uh, what they have. But they have not looked good on offense this year, but I mean, hopefully they're trending, trending up. And I don't know if they, they want to get Trevor Lawrence after watching that game yesterday. Um, so it was just one game, but it tells you a lot when you have to play, you know, not people in the ACC. So you don't want to draft Mike Lennon, uh, with the first overall pick. Unfortunately, I think the Doug runs probably get fired after the season. I just think that, like, it's more appealing to get someone coming for the job. As great of a person as he probably is, it's um, just more appealing for a, a GM or a coach coming for a job when you have the number one pick in your pocket. You can essentially, like, have the opportunity to change franchise whichever way that you would like. So I'm pretty sure that's what's going to go down in Jacksonville. I'm really interested to see what happens on Black Monday, fortunately. The Jaguars, they allow about 330 yards per game, 20 yards on defense. Uh, rush, rushing, rushing defense on offense. Excuse me. Uh, they score about nine, ninety seven. They they rushed the ball for about ninety eight yards per game, which is really sad because I mean James Robinson had been you know doing a lot of that workload, and ever since he went out, they just haven't been able to run the ball well. Um, yeah, ever since that game he went out, uh, they've been averaging two point eight yards, four point eight yards per carry. Before then, with James Robinson in, six point one yards per carry, five point zero yards per carry, five point six yards per carry. So you know, but on the plus side, with their with their rushing yards averages going down, they've been their passing yards for average has gone up, four point nine to seven point one, dipped down a little bit last week to five point five. But I think they'll throw the ball a lot more this game. I would look for a lot of uh, jag receiver props maybe for receptions or total yards. I'm not sure what's in the square. If I had to go with, I'd probably go with Ovisca. Um, as far as, uh, solid bet, I'd go just Colts minus 14. I think the Colts are going to come in there and beat, beat the breaks off of the fucking Jags. And the game's just going to be over early. Solid line Colts first half money line. And then Jags team total under 17.5. We'll probably get to like 19.5 by game time. But I mean, last three games, they scored 17 points. I mean, I'm a Bears fan, so I watched that game last week. First touchdown, that was on the opening drive because the Bears defense just allows opening touchdowns on opening drives every single game. And in the last play, that was a blown coverage. It shouldn't have been a touchdown in the first place. That's on you, Eddie Jackson. But anyways, I digress. Last three games, Jaguars on offense, 17 points, 14 points, 10 points. It took overtime for them to get 27 in the game before that. And then take away the Browns game, uh, which they woke up for, they scored three points against the Steelers. So I take the team total under 19.5. I think that's a pretty solid one for this game. Next one, I'm, taking, I'm gonna go Titans. Well, we have what Bears-Packers now. I'm gonna make that one last. I'm gonna do a whole separate one about that. So we got Titans at Texans, 111112. The Tennessee Titans coming off of that devastating uh game last week against the Packers. It was just uh, not a good time. Uh, you know, most people think that oh, wow, it's raining, so like it suits them, but it was just not a good situation. Like the it, like the Titans don't play in the snow, even though they're a running team. It's just like their offense is more suited just so where they could air it out. So you know, so it just wasn't like their day. You know, I mean, they just but well, they rushed for one hundred fifty six yards, but that was like in my opinion, in garbage time, the first time in about six games that they threw for less than 200 yards. I mean, they threw for 104 yards. That was the lowest passing output of the entire season. So not a good game for them um, offensively uh, or defensively. I mean, that's been part of the problem with this team is that their defense doesn't play well. They just don't have a good defense. Passing yards, I mean, they're 28th. They allow about 270 yards per game. What worries me is that the Houston's offense they're fourth and they're about two hundred eighty yards per game. And they actually run the ball. Actually take that back, the Texans do not run the ball well actually at all. But David Johnson is back, uh so the last couple of games they have been playing really well on well, be, being able to run the ball on the ground with David Johnson's not there, then I'm not sure that they're gonna be able to do that. But I think that the Titans are gonna be really pissed that they lost last week. Um if I had to bet I would go Titans minus six and a half. I just hate taking teams over that seven because, you know, once again, it is a division game. You never know what's going to happen. You know, people love playing spoiler, and that happens all the time. Over-under for this game is 56. I think that's probably the safest play. Um, yeah, I think it's probably the safest play here because I think they're going to be a ton of points in this game. Houston's defense is just bad. I mean, I watched a Bengals game last week. They were just so bad on defense. I just do, like... They're just so bad. Like I, uh, I don't, I don't follow the Texans all that much. I mean, I watch the game, but so I just don't follow. them and see that much. I mean, another I fire, Bill O'Brien, but like, wow, they're just so bad on defense. So bad. I mean, their last and takeaways they've had nine all season. They allow twenty eight points per game. They allow one hundred fifty one yards per game. I think Derrick Henry is just going to just run all over his team. Um, uh, yeah, I would take the the over on. Uh, I would take the over. On the team total for the Tennessee Titans, I think that they're going to have a monster day. Um, just doing whatever they want to, and like the, they're going to be playing this game in the dome, too. Perfect opportunity. So, the so text the Titans, uh, they're going to be without a few players. Go ahead, and check out that injury report. Let's see who we got here. Uh, let's see, we got Darren Bates. He's going to be questionable with the hamstring injury and. In career- blessing game the fullback, I don't know, should be taken seriously though, but like yeah, fullback, he's special so they run the ball a lot and everything, but no Derek Robertson, he's no hamstring, so you no, know, I mean, I don't think that hurts him that much. So next game on the ticker we have here, T113114, New Orleans Saints taking on the Carolina Panthers, All the Saints are coming in as a six point favorite in this game. Uh, they've already secured the NFC South it's four years in a row now. Uh, I think they, uh, I think this team's still pretty hungry to earn the top seed, obviously. uh, This year, with only the top seed getting that extra week of rest, that's actually important. Now, if you get the two seed, it doesn't really matter. So uh, you either win and you get that extra first round, or you just lose and you're still number two. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, Panthers five and ten. You know they're eliminated a couple of weeks ago, but you know Matt Rule. He's a little chameleon. He likes making things up. I like the way he coaches. Uh I feel like he'll take a lot of chances to try and keep this game close. Because once again, I like how the NFL set it up this year. uh last week of the season, I believe. Every single game is a division game. I'm like almost positive. I think it's really cool because it it gives teams a little bit more incentives to play. So most teams, if you're not going to make the playoffs and like what's the incentive for you to play well in this game? Uh, under over this game is 46 and a half. I feel like that is a pretty good place. I'm like obviously concerned now because there is not going to be Alvin Kamara. Uh, well actually, there are not going to be any running backs for this game. I, as a matter of fact, because, because since Autumn Kumar Kamara tested positive for contact tracing, could be wrong here. But, yeah, everyone who was around him in that running back room, yeah. yeah. And so I thought they're all out for this game. Yeah, so no Latavius Murray. Michael Thomas, he's on IR. He's going to come back for the playoffs. Trey smith he's on IR. He's going to come back for the playoffs. So, I mean, they got Taysom Hill. And they got Ty Montgomery, who are going to, you know, play a lot. So it's gonna be a really interesting game. uh, Division game again. It's gonna be a tough one i just feel like man it's a really tough one to say but the saints have the number four rushing defense in the league panthers on the other hand they cannot run the ball to save their life i don't remember the last time the the saints allowed a hundred yard rusher let's see yeah do not recall the last time they allowed a hundred yard rusher they were even killing it i actually take that back they did against the eagles he goes again for sure. But nonetheless, I just feel like the Saints are a better team. I mean, Cameron Hayward's still playing. Sheldon Rankins, uh, Hendrickson. I mean, Hendrickson has been wrecking everything. The last few weeks he's been playing really well. Demario Davis. I'm gonna quote him here. He said, we've had one goal since we entered the season. The mission hasn't changed. So we're close now. Got one goal in the bag. The mission's not complete. We've gotta keep going. So, I don't think they're gonna, you know, lay back here. They're trying to fucking play hard. Uh, I mean, they're trying to get that number one seat. It's gonna be tough. I mean, no Quan Alexander. He's gonna be out and they, uh, it's going to be their first game with Alex and Zalone. He's going to be replacing him. Um, should be pretty good. We'll see what happens. Uh, the Saints are pretty good on third down when they won earlier this season, uh, when they beat the Panthers 27-24. That's why I have a problem with this line, because the Saints don't really cover games by touchdown. Like It's really hard for them, for them to win games by touchdown. Now I'm looking at it, I mean, the Eagles game, or the Broncos game, they won that by 17 points, but the Broncos didn't have a quarterback. I just think it's ironic that in this really critical spot, that uh, the Saints are going to be the ones playing without any running backs. It's just really funny how life works. But for the uh, for the game, it's going to be uh, fifteen hundred people allowed to be in there. So you know, you know, maybe that'll cost something. But it's the last game of the season. I expect some fireworks. You know, they can't you know have the games end like that. That would be really shitty and not like a good product to put on on display because the NFL is an entertainment business in my opinion. Looks like uh, Ken Crawley going to be playing. Skull Buffs uh, in that slot position this week. Not really sure what's going on with Janoris Jenkins. Going to check those injuries real quick, see what's going on here with the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, no, yeah. Alvin Kamara's out. Marcus Williams, he's out. Ankle. Joshua, he's also out. Not Dwayne Washington, yep. Yeah. All the running backs, all the fullbacks, they're all out. DJ swinger he also tested positive for coronavirus. I think like this will give a lot of opportunity for uh, PJ Williams. He'll get some time at safety, too. It's really interesting. Uh, I expect a lot of points in this game. Uh, I hope that... I hope that, uh, Curtis Samuel and, uh, no one else has positive or anything. I mean, just for the Panthers, let's see who they got. Brian Burns, he's doubtful. Mike Davis, always ankle, of course, killed me this entire fantasy season. And it's still pissing me off that they keep listing Christian McCaffrey is doubtful on the injury report because he hasn't played in like the last four games. But you just shut down your best player for the season and just have him start getting ready for the next one. Like, I don't understand. Austin Larkin, he's not, he's questionable. But he's honestly not that much of a contribution on defense in my opinion. And, uh, let's see here. Uh, Yetter Gross Matos, yeah, that 6-9 defensive end from Penn State. He's gonna be questionable in this game. Probably most importantly, they're not gonna have Russell Oku, uh, over to play tackle, so, uh, I think Michael Schofield's gonna come in. Uh, Michael Schofield, oh, uh, prison break. Um, Michael Schofield's gonna come into his place. Be really interesting to see how he plays against Kim Jordan and, uh, I like it. I think that the Saints are going to run all over the Panthers' defense, uh, especially with these critical defensive linemen uh, out for them. Uh, what They have one, two, three defensive linemen, four actually, who might not play it or are questionable for this game. I don't really like that. It makes me feel a little bit more comfortable taking that minus six. Yeah, I think I'm going I'm to take the six. I think the Saints are going to come out here and try and make a statement. You know, just to be safe, I would probably go Saints uh, first half money my line. Um, yeah, I just think that they're going to come out to play. They'll probably start fucking around in the fourth quarter, probably. I mean, now they don't really have the option to sit people because, I mean, all the people they would sit are also hurt too, so they have to play the game. So I think that kind of changes the game plan a little bit. Hopefully they don't get stubborn and do what the Browns did last week and just go with the same game plan, even if they don't have the players that they thought that they were going to have originally to play the game with. Next game on ticket, 125-126. LA Chargers taking on... Kansas City Chiefs. I can't even believe that we are here at this point. Um, Anthony, Anthony Lynn. Uh, one of my best friend is a Chargers fan, so like I watch the games, and I'm not even a fan. And just like the amount of pain that I have just watching the games, I just wonder how he feels most of the time. But Chiefs coming in this game, obviously number one passing. Middle of the pack running the ball because they don't really run the ball that well. Uh, they have the number two scoring offense, but they do have the number twenty four. And they're coming up against the Chargers, you have the number 24 scoring defense. Obviously the Chiefs are going to rest a lot of players in this game because, uh, they're trying to, you know, make sure everyone's good and, uh, rested for the playoffs. Uh, so, you know, no Anthony Hitchens. Well, he got COVID actually. Tyreek Hill, his hamstring, he needs to heal that up. Le'Veon Bell, questionable with that knee. He's going to get a lot of touches. Obviously no Clyde Edwards Hillary. He got hurt really badly at the end of that Saints game. Mike Remmers, he's ruled out with his back. Um, Ben Neiman, the linebacker, he's also ruled re- 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 out, and uh, so is Indeed, uh playing uh, defensive tackle for them. You know, oddly enough, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but this would be a game for the, well, for the Chargers to, for Anthony Lynn to call inside zone on, like, every play, because I know that's what he loves doing so much, and this is the perfect game for him to do it, because they're missing both the D tackles, and, like, a critical linebacker, so, like, since you want to call inside zone so much, then, this is the game to do it. I don't think that, you know, Tershawn Wharton or Kaylin Saunders are gonna, you know, hold off the interior. I mean, Alex will for it, but like, I mean, you know, the Chiefs have like a middle of the pack run defense. Um, I, I I can't even believe I'm saying this, but like, I would probably take the Chargers to cover here. I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs have not covered, like, at all this season. It's really strange. Like, either, I think two things happen in this game. I think either the Chargers cover, or somehow the Chiefs end up winning this game. 'cause they just haven't covered all season and they honestly haven't really been playing that well. The Chargers, on the other hand, are just like a bad team. I just don't understand. Really weird interesting trends to note in this game in the last ten games between these two teams. Uh the road team is eight and two against the spread, so that bodes pretty well for the Chargers covering. Uh same time the other dog in the last five is three and one or three one and one against the spread. So but it's four and a half this time, so you can't push. It's gonna have to be Chargers or the Chiefs. Same time though, the Chargers are 3-1-1 one and one in the last 5 against the Chiefs, so I think that the Chargers are going to cover this game. I can't believe I'm even saying that, but yeah, I'm going to go with Chargers minus 4.5. I think that that is the play today. I mean, it really scares me that they have not really been running the ball well. I mean, last 4 games, 7 yards rushing, 105 against the Falcons, and that was like barely. 96 last week against the Raiders have a shitty run defense, or the week before. And then same with the Broncos. Broncos have a shitty run defense. He had 89 yards rushing. It's a really bad job of just everything, really, for Anthony Lane and the Chargers. So many of these games where they should have won, but they just blew. It's just unbelievable. Teach on the other hand, they had a really good rushing week against the Saints. Uh, they really need their run defense to step up. But then both of those players who did that damage are hurt now. Um, last week, they ran for 117. They just concern me a little bit. I mean, I feel like they were bored, and, like, now that it's playoffs. Hopefully, hopefully that they can start playing better. I mean, the Chargers' offense is, I mean, much better than the Chiefs' defense in a lot of positions and, like, vice versa. So I expect the Chiefs to, to oddly enough, come out, play fast in the first quarter, and then expect all of that to tail off in the end because then we go with the Chargers to cover minus 4.5. I can't even believe I'm saying that, but I think they're going to cover in this game because find out. I mean, Anthony, Anthony Lynn is going to get fired, so. I mean, you can do one good thing, and we'll leave him with a win on his way out. I'd be like fair thing to do. I, I mean, I would say, you know. But anyways, next game i to take it Seattle Seahawks one twenty seven, one twenty eight. Seattle Seahawks and going on the road take on the San Francisco forty ers I guess I mean they're gonna have to take a little farther trip because this game's gonna be in Arizona because that's where the Cardinals have been playing the last few weeks. Seattle Seahawks opened up in six and a half point favorite lines at seven right now i mean when i'm looking at this game what i'm what really stands out to me is oddly enough the 49ers passing offense um it just like randomly comes alive i don't, I don't really get it. i mean the last few games I mean, that that the redskins game is a very bad game uh i think that their offense has had been playing a little bit better since so he's playing that game oh uh, oh yeah course just taking a look at the accidentally the seahawks redskins game here but yeah no 49ers passing offense i mean the last few games at 316 236 308 and then they regressed a little bit last week against the 49ers but that's just more because they fucking just ran it down their throats they ran it for 227 um and yeah i think that that was like the huge difference in the ball game you know they i mean other than the last game they've really just been averaging about four yards per carry th- running the ball which is pretty good Seahawks on the other hand, they've been averaging about four to four to five, and then uh, you know, game before that, Redskins game when they play the Redskins, I'm sorry, the Washington football team, they're averaging about seven yards per carry. So I think it'd be a good uh, I think it will be a good matchup as far as that goes. Just a little bit concerned with the Seahawks offense because watch that Rams game, twenty to nine. I mean, that was the final score, but the game was a little bit closer than the final score would lead you to think. So, um, I feel like the 49ers pass defense can do, can do a little bit better, uh, as far as when it comes to that. I am a little bit concerned again because it's a division game, so you never know what's going to come out with these teams, but the Seahawks, they need to win this game too. Um I don't know where Tyler Lockett's been. I'm hoping, uh, I think he's a little bit banged up. Uh, we're gonna have to check that injury report. Let's go check that import. You the Seahawks, I know Jamarco Jones, Jason Stanley, he's out. Uh, Brandon Shell, offensive tackle, he's also out. Uh, Greg Olson, he's questionable. Mike Ipata, guard, he's questionable. That nah, makes me a little bit nervous. You know, Seahawks, are where they are they at right now? Seahawks at 37. You know, 49ers have been playing Pretty well on defense, uh in the sea, you know. One thing I will say, though, is that the turnovers. Can the 49ers tur- not turn the ball over? The turnovers will kill them, and Jamal Adams, he's been doing a great job being around the ball. I think it's going to be a critical point in the game. It's going to be the second quarter of this game. Will the 49ers just let the Seahawks just, I don't know, lay all over them and just pound them down? Or I mean, I kind of feel like that win last week against the Cardinals is, was an anomaly because... <sighs> I mean, I was also on the Cardinals last week, but uh, to win, but I was on the 49ers' cover. I just think that this is a division game, and Seahawks' defense has been playing much better over the last few weeks. Um, Yeah, you know, as as much as it scares me, lay this points once again. The road team. I don't even think there's home field advantage the season really so i think i'm gonna go with the seahawks Nine, six and a half that's probably gonna be my where i, I keep the line at. if it goes past seven i probably wouldn't take it there next game on the ticket las vegas raiders at the denver broncos 129 uh, 130 this is a matchup of two really shitty teams and honestly uh, both on the list of teams who just can't wait for the season to be over raiders coming in seven and eight and the broncos coming in five and ten uh, just both really just disappointing, you know, in their last few games. The Raiders, they've given up. Well, they just haven't been able to generate a pass rush. Uh, they're just, they just just don't understand how they're able to do it. I mean, the enough, the Broncos, they've been doing pretty well. They just can't score when they get to the red zone. So that's been a little bit of a problem for them. And you never know what Drew Lock you're going to get. And that's also been a problem for them as well. I mean, it's been up and down, up and down. Last five weeks, six weeks, and start with the Dolphins game. two hundred and seven yards passing. The next week, 12 yards passing. And the week after that, 151. So you're like, all right, we're cool. You know, barely lost to the Chiefs. And then you go to the Panthers game, goes for 269, four touchdowns. You're like, okay, let's go. And the week after that, throws for 115, and they get blown out, 48-19 to 19 by the Bills. And it's like, okay. And then, Chargers game last week, throws for 269. Once that was in garbage time, because in the first half, he didn't play well at all. So... It's really just really weird, just, like, tough to get a gauge on, like, how he's going to perform. And I I just feel like I think he should get another shot just in one week. I just feel like everyone should get a rain check on this past year because there's so many moving pieces, so many players not playing for a lot of teams. That Everyone should just get, you know, get one more shot, you know, for the year. But just looking at your QBR, though, last four games, QB rating 63. I mean, that Panthers game was great, but then 81 and then 50. It's like, you got to be better than that. I need like better than a I need at least a one to one touchdown inter- interception ratio, you know. So I feel on that. I mean this game's pretty even. Uh kinda tough to see which way it's gonna go. Um who's gonna score. I mean both these defenses are bad but then also like I I mean I would say a safe prop for this bet would be or for this game would be Josh or Justin Herbert's passing yards. I think he needs about forty more yards or so to break uh the rookie record for passing yards in Chargers history. Um well I have run down my notes to got this earlier in the week i just saw that the line move because the raiders are favorites now but the raiders are plus one uh plus one uh, uh plus 108 and then uh, raiders first half money line plus 113 i think that they're gonna come out i mean i just think that they have a better offense than the broncos do i don't i don't understand what's going on with jerry judy i don't know if he's been spending too much time playing madden but like a lot of job passes last week i mean I personally think that the Broncos had a lot of opportunities to win that game last week. And, yes, Drew Locke did not play well in the first half. But in the second half, I mean, he was putting ball on the money and was just a lot of drops. Um hopefully Jerry Judy bounces back this week. But, um I mean, we'll see. But, you know, it was just a really disappointing game last week. Next game on the card, 131-132. Arizona Cardinals taking on the Los Angeles Rams. In this game here, we have no Jared Goff which I honestly think is a good thing for the Rams because I think that Jared Goff is overrated and when well, he gets paid a lot to not, like, well perform. So I, I'm i actually really curious to see how John Walford comes out and plays in this game. I've been watching some of his Arena League tape, so see how he comes out. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel like John Walford, he won't lose the game. I mean, the, the, the Rams have the number one ranked defense in the league. Uh, they have two, I mean, at least one for sure shutdown corner in Jalen Ramsey. Aaron Donald should win NFL defensive player of the year again. Uh Christian Kirk, you know, for the Cardinals, he just tested for positive for COVID. I just I'm so mad at the Cardinals this year. They're so disappointing. Every time you want them to do well, they fail, and then when you're mad at them, they usually like play better. But it's like they're so banged up. Like no Blue Baker's questionable. There, Fitzgerald, groin injury, Chase Edmonds hip he in practice yesterday. Uh Max Williams, he's questionable uh Darren Daniels, he's a hamstring and uh Christian Kirk, he just got put on COVID list, so it's like well who's gonna play on offense, I mean that really just they're gonna feed DeAndre Hopkins. So I would I would take some DeAndre Hopkins receiver props today or in the game. Um in addition to that, like as far as the Rams goes, they're also pretty banged up too. Um I'm not uh Cam Akers, I know he hurt his ankle in the previous game. So I think it's probably gonna be the Malcolm Brown show going into this. Leonard Floyd's questionable. Still really wanna like play players with props with ankle who hurt their ankle and things like that. Not my favorite thing in the world to do. Cooper Cup, he's gonna be out. Um I don't think he got a positive test from COVID. Michael Brockers, he's gonna be out for an undisclosed reason, so it should be interesting. So check out some of the other players here on that Cardinals. Who's that backup running back? I'd say it's going to be a Kenny Drake day. So i take Kenny Drake to score. Cardinals team total. Yeah, they're like really concerning me because like they're not sure when they're going to score or not. They're 10th. In scoring offense, but also the Rams are third in, in point scoring. That team total is at 21.5. I would take the under team total for the Cardinals. It's a minus 110 right now. Um, Yeah, no Cooper Cup for the Rams. No Michael Brockers, a lot of others. I think the Rams are going to win this game. I mean, they have number one ranked defense, number one passing defense, number three passing or rushing defense, number three scoring defense. Uh, I don't recall the last time they allowed a 100-yard rusher after that 49ers game, which, or yeah, after that 49ers game, which I don't think they should have lost, here's what it is, I think that John is gonna provide them with an edge, Um, uh, they average 3.3 sacks on defense, lead the league in sack yards, uh, at the same time they are above league, uh, below, also below league average penalty yards, I think that critical point in this game is gonna be in the third quarter, I think, third and fourth quarter, I think that's when they're gonna pull away from this game, and that, cause, cause they're gonna really hit I think they're really going to hit a Kyler Murray tomorrow, and he, if he's not 100%, then I don't know how he's going to be able to play in this game uh, or or lead the Cardinals to a victory. And I understand that they need a win to make the playoffs, and I think this is, well, the perfect spot for them to lose because every time there has been high expectations set for them this season, that's usually when they fail. So I think that's going to be how they end their season out because it'll essentially just tell the story of their entire season. I think that the Rams are going to, Aaron Donald is going to carry the Rams to a victory. Uh, Same with Jalen Ramsey and the rest of that defense. So, see the last, uh, but not least card here. The NFL blessed us with the shittiest game to end the last week of football with the Washington football team taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. I just have to say, I'm really just disappointed, um, in Dwayne Haskins. I just just wish, uh, you didn't have to go out like that. Hopefully another team signs him, but I thought it was pretty selfish of him to Sure, he didn't go to strip club or brought strip to his house, or whatever happened. But I mean, your coach just got out of coach had cancer. Um, kind of put him in that situation. And honestly, like if I was him, I would have cut you before. I would have gone into that game starting Tyler, Tyler, Taylor Heineke, Heineke, Uh, because that was just more self-decision team. And like media spent all week just talking about that instead of focusing on team. So I think put team in a really big bind there. But Nonetheless, we're here. Sunday night football. It's going to be a rainy afternoon. The Washington Redskins, I'm sorry, the Washington football team come in as a three and a half point favorite on the road against the Eagles. Eagles, they have a lot of injuries going into this game. I'm pretty I don't I'm pretty sure Fletcher Cox is going to play 100%. Let's get checking out. Oh, there it is. Fletcher Cox has been ruled out for Sunday's game against Washington. Uh so Fletcher Cox is out, no Derek Barnett. Richard Rodgers, he's out. Deshaun Watson is out. Dallas Goddard is out. Miles Sanders is out. I have no idea who's going to score uh, his team. Over under the 44. I mean, I'd probably take the under in this game because I don't know who the hell is going to score uh, for both of these teams. And on the Redskins side, well, I mean, no Dwayne Haskins, but also, like, well, who's going to play quarterback? I sure as hell hope it's not Alex Smith because he's playing on one leg. As much as I love him, I think that someone else should play because Tyler Henneke will probably give the team a better chance to win because he's pretty athletic. Um, he'll be able to scram, scramble around in the pocket, Six, one, two, ten. you know, went to Old Dominion I haven't really watched any of his, his plays but I mean, last week coming in the game it was 12 for 19, you know 137 yards, nothing crazy, didn't hurt the team he came in, he got the only touchdown uh, that they had on offense last week so I honestly think that he should, he should get the opportunity to come in there and play I mean, he has behind him the number 3 passing defense and the number 4 total passing defense, they're still a top 10 run defense, so and the Eagles are gonna be without Miles Sanders, uh, they're gonna, what, well, it's gonna be Boston Scott and Corey Clement. So it's gonna be a lot of dump downs, a lot of Boston Scott, uh, receiving yards in this game. You know, the Redskins are number five scoring defense. I don't think that the Phillies are gonna score 21 points in this game. I, I would like to think that they are going to, but I just don't, I just don't see that happening. So I would take the under in this game. I, it's probably my, I think the safest way under 44 for sure. Eagles just have so many injuries. Alex Smith, is on one leg. Like, I really hope he doesn't play. Every time he drops back in the pocket, I don't know, makes me flinch because I'm like, I hope you no know, one, like, I don't want to see that game again because I was watching that game when he hurt his leg or broke his femur and that was really shitty stuff, so, you know. I don't know. But yeah, let me get through a quick re- recap here. Um, But yeah, if you live in Colorado, you know, you right download Fan, FanDuel DraftKings. I don't work for any of them, so you know, it's not sponsored or anything, but it's my best place for the week. I'd probably go with uh my best plays for the week. Actually I'm just gonna go with player props first. Uh Cowboys Giants game. I go with the Giants running back props. I think the Giants gonna be able to run the ball against this Cowboys defense because the Cowboys have a terrible run defense. Uh Darius Lee reception props. I think that would be solid. Um no golden Tate. I believe they're out another wide receiver as well. So I mean, if they're gonna complete the pass and if Daniel Jones start, I'd feel comfortable taking that. I'd go with uh, Nick Chubb uh, rushing props. Browns didn't run, run the ball last week, so I think they're going to be able to go back to that this week, especially with um, a couple defensive tackles or defensive linemen out for the Steelers. still think Baker May feel a fraud. Uh, I think his coach will probably also realize that too and also give the ball to his running back so they can get out of town. Uh, As far as the Jets-Patriots game goes, I don't really have any player props for this game because, honestly, I have no idea who the hell, like, I, I just don't know what's going to happen in this game. Like, I, I wouldn't put any player props on the Patriots. If Cam Newton's playing, I'd probably go Cam Newton anytime try touchdown score, And if he's playing, I would take the under on his passing yards because, like, the football is like a cement to him and I just don't, I don't get it. Um, But, uh, I don't get it. A little bit of best bet, though, I'd go Jets plus four and a half. Honestly, Jets money line, I mean, they've lost five straight. I mean, this has been the year where New England's been breaking records in a bad way, so maybe this will be another one where they lose to the Jets and the Jets get their first win over the Patriots in a really, really long time. Uh, Falcons-Bucks game. A lot of receiving props for the Bucks. Uh, I would, God, like Leonard, it's so tough with this team because you don't know who's gonna go off every week, but obviously Gronk reception props. Uh, the Falcons don't really do that well against tight ends because, I mean, their best linebackers are out, obviously right now so yeah but i'd probably go calvin really to score or his receptions probably only thing i feel safe is with him and gronk uh ravens bengals game lamar rushing i think he's gonna go off in the first half probably score a touchdown uh higgins he's hurt so there's that yeah i'd probably go raven's first half uh and uh probably a bet get a better idea of how the game's going down in the dolphins bills game i would take the dolphins uh, running back props I Means it's gonna be two starting so obviously when he plays they're going to run the ball a lot that's how the team is built run the ball play defense it's the identity of the team so I think taking running back rushing props for the Dolphins is probably the way to go as far as uh, Jaguars Colts I think you should take Colts player props for really whatever because I mean they're going to score a lot of points on this team half these players for the Jags probably already got like packed up their apartment this is the last thing they're probably about to do before they're about to actually start their year so I go Colts first half money line drive team total under seventeen point five. I'll be capped at, at like nineteen point five. But yeah, I'd be shocked if they, if they score more than seventeen points here. Titans at Texans. It's gonna be a high scoring game. I would go Derrick Henry score two touchdowns. Uh, I believe A.J. Brown got hurt last game. I'm not one hundred percent. So maybe a little bit of Corey Davis love this week. Uh, best bet over fifty six points in the game. Saints Panthers no Kamara. So I'm gonna go Ty Montgomery uh, rushing prop. And then Taysom Hill, score a touchdown in this game. Uh, as far as Chargers Chiefs, not really sure what's going on, but Justin Herbert passing prop, because you know, they're, they're going to run the ball. Don't pick any Chargers running back to score a touchdown because Anthony Lynn's going to call a QB sneak at the end of the game because that's what he does. Chief team total, though, I, I like that. Over 17, plus 5, that's a plus 100. Best bet, over 44. I still think that... Even though the Chiefs are playing their backup players, they're going to be able to score points on the Chargers because the Chargers fucking suck on defense. And let's see here, Seahawks at 49ers. Mm, pretty tough, uh, really split on this game. Yeah, I've written down 49ers plus six and a half. Then I also have Seahawks money line. So I'm just not sure if they're – I'm just – I watched the game last week. I just don't know if their offense is going to play well the entire game. And the 49ers defense has been playing pretty well the last few weeks. So and I'm not really sure who's going to start a quarterback for them. It's probably going to be important. Um, Seahawks are playing for the number one seed, and they get it if New Orleans and Green Bay lose, so, you know, they might not have much, as much motivation in the second half to cover that spread, so. So, you know, to be safe, I would go Seahawks first Half money line. uh, you know. the Raiders-Broncos game. Yeah, I I wouldn't touch any props. I just, I just don't trust either of these teams for, like, any reason at all. Um, probably safe staying under 51, because I don't know who's going to score in this game. I, like, yeah, it's going to be, like, a 17 to. To twenty game probably get kind of game it's gonna be. See Cardinals and Rams. I would take a uh, watch a little bit of, of Wofford tape, AFL tape. You know, I would, I would take some of his rushing props. You know, of course DeAndre Hopkins receiving props. Then I mean Larry Fitzgerald's dealing with a groin injury, and what's his name? Wow, Cardinals receiver. He just has a positive for COVID, so he's not gonna be there. Their tight ends are hurt. Uh, Chase Edmonds he's hurt, so it's gonna be Kenny and Drake day, Then Kenny and Drake's on score day. You can go back to running the ball, and uh, the Rams are going to be out with a couple of defensive players. Still got Aaron Donald in there, but I think the Rams defense is going to carry them to a victory, so yeah. Props-wise, i go DeAndre Hopkins, and also Rams running backs. Uh, probably Malcolm Brown. I'd go Malcolm Brown and, and Kenny Drake scoring this game. Yeah, absolutely, because they're going to run the ball a lot. Or if you don't want to take them to score, probably for sure they're rushing props, because they're going to be running the ball a lot. Maybe not rushing props for... The Rams because or for Kenny and Drake because the Rams have a great defense, but I think he'll probably score in the game because they want to put a little bit less pressure on him. Um, uh, see here, a couple teasers for the end, seven point teasers here. You know, a couple good plays for you. Got the Ravens minus five and a half, Dolphins plus eight, Colts minus seven. That's at plus one twenty. See a spread parlay. Got Browns minus nine, Ravens minus 13, Saints minus six and a half. That's plus 570. Got that earlier in the week, so. And I got a little lottery parlay, you know, if you want to throw, like, five on it, you know, see what happens. But got Judd's money line, Giants money line, If the Cowboys cut, because, you know, there's always room for that. And see the Arizona Cardinals. In case something happens and Walford doesn't think he's going to play how he thinks he's going to play, got that in there. And then the Dolphins and if the Bills end up resting everyone in the second half, like, I feel like it's going to happen. I'd say plus 1843, you know, that's a pretty solid one right there, maybe, if a lot of these upsets happen. And it is the last week of the NFL, so honestly, anything's fucking possible, you know, shout-out to Kevin Garnett. So, as uh, so well all the lines and numbers I've talked about in this podcast, got all these, the time I'm making this podcast, which is about 9 o'clock Mountain Time on Saturday. So, updated lines going to be on my Twitter page. I'm going to post them before game time, so he posted on that. Thank you for listening. Um. Oh, oh, actually I just realized I didn't go over the last game, which is the Bears-Packers game. The Bears play the Packers tomorrow. It's a very huge game for us. I mean, Packers week, fuck the Packers, um say no to Aaron Rodgers, but I think that the Bears, uh, I think that the Bears have a shot here. Last time we played them, there was no busted screen. Uh, we, we, I mean, missing a lot of plays on the defensive end of the ball, but this game we're not gonna have. I'm concerned because uh, we're not gonna have Jalen Johnson, who's been playing really well. Deshaun Gibson, he's hurt. Demetrius Harris, he's hurt. Cole Komet, of course, his shoulder, he's hurt. Cordero Patterson's hurt. Uh, and David Bakhtiari for the Packers, he tore his ACL earlier this week, so that's obviously a huge loss for them. But I mean, they've been playing without him for most of the season, so I I feel like they'll be okay because they they've been used to this already. Uh It's just tough. Um, I'm just curious. I'm I'm curious to see if. David Montgomery is going to be able to handle the workload. Um, is Alan Robinson ready. Uh, hopefully it's going to be a big bounce back spot for Jimmy Graham because the last time he played against the Packers, he did not play well. Um, I'm hoping for that as well, but, you know, it's just really concerning. I mean, I've seen this movie like a million times where the Bears need something important to happen, and and we get to play the Packers in the last game of the season for that thing to happen, and it usually does not happen, so. I feel like the Packers are going to win this game, but also at the same time, it's a division game. Once again, like anything's possible, and I feel like Bears, knowing that they don't have to win this game if the Cardinals lose because they're playing the Rams and Kyle Murray's hurt, Obviously, you don't want to think about that when you go into the game, but I mean, these players are also human too, so I'm sure that they're probably thinking about that, like, a little bit. So, you know, they might have, they might not play as hard. I, like, I hope that Chuck Pagano lets the dogs out again. Um, I do not want to be seeing Aaron Rodgers in three-man fronts just being able to have time to sit in the pocket and do whatever the hell he wants to do. So, I'm hoping that the Bears win this game, but if I was betting, I'd probably take the Packers, but I would never, ever. I've ever, ever bet money on the Packers because that just would never happen. So, but I would absolutely take the Bears cover if you were able to get them earlier in the week at six and a half. Um, five and a half, sorry. That's what, what the line opened up at. Five and a half for sure. I don't, I don't think we're going to lose by a touchdown in this game. We have, like, we were missing Jalen Johnson with concerns, but I hope Chuck Pagano is going to twist up the defensive scheme just slightly a little bit. Um, So, you know, we're able to play better defense. But, I mean, getting to the quarterback recently, I think we're going to be able to get an interception here. I'm, Just more worried about us on third down, I feel like third down and uh, in the red zone. I, I just the Packers offense. I mean, they're ninety-one percent in the red zone. So and uh, it just concerns me. I think we're gonna come out fast though for sure. I think we're gonna come out fast in the first quarter. I would take the Bears away in the first quarter. Yeah, I just think we're gonna come out fast. Right now, best line you can get: what Packers four, minus four, Bears plus five. I wait till game time. Ah, uh, because you never know. Right now, I mean, what 77 percent of the money is on the Packers. So check out all these things until kickoff off time but i'm really hoping for a great week of games i'm excited about everything going on or i'm excited that we're able to get through this entire nfl season even though it's been insane um bears have an opportunity to make the playoffs i know a lot of people don't want to see that Vegas thought they were going to win six games this year but here they are opportunity to make the playoffs i'm sure aaron Rodgers will find a way to devastate but can't win them all Anyways, thanks for listening guys. Uh probably doing a live stream on YouTube. Uh probably doing a live stream on YouTube right before kickoff. Probably on my Instagram page. I'll yeah, probably be doing one on Instagram so guys you want to join in. We're doing see what happens. But I hope everyone has a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast, Spotify, YouTube, not YouTube, Spotify, uh, or SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts. But thanks for listening, bear down and I'm making this is hindsight is twenty twenty.